The results are coming through. The results are coming through. South Africans, some 8 million of, have spoken. A lot more who could have spoken have not spoken. So let us speak to somebody who is at the very coalface and heart and center of what's going on at the Results Operating Center in the nation's capital, Tswane, where the local government election votes are being tallied and, of course, overseen by the IEC. Mr. Teritzelani, over two decades at the IEC, now he is an elections specialist and chairperson and founder of Institute of Election Management Services in South Africa. We had him last night and he's on the program again this evening just to make sure that we have a voice that knows what's going on there and has an eye that's a little more prying than the uninitiated eye, given the fact that some of what is happening at the ROC, nothing in the likelihood will miss the eyes of Ndaditzalani. Ndaditzalani, okay, good evening. Thank you so much for joining us again. Welcome back. Uh, good evening to you and to your listeners, and thank you very much for having me. Thank you so much for indulging. I did um, sort of take my chances last night, and you duly did oblige. We don't take that for granted. What's happening in the 24 hours since you and I had a chat on this platform? Um... Obviously, the results now have been uh, trickling in, and um, it is beginning to be clearer uh, where uh, the political party, how the political parties have performed, and what is going to be required in order for uh, uh, municipalities to begin to uh, uh, to operate uh, optimally. Let's hope you don't get lost there because I did hear Siri giving you directions. But let's talk about the fact that the leading parties, I mean, I can't be too surprised at the result, nor could many South Africans be surprised. On present facts, and I'm looking at the IEC um, elections results live account, ANC 46%, DA 22.5%, EFF 10%. Well, we're not surprised the fact that the order is the way that it is. Perhaps the percentages so far might be wherein there is a telling statement that South Africans have made, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. I think uh, the days of one dominant political party have really come to an end. And uh, clearly the results are illustrating the fact that uh, going forward, uh, there is going to be a need for us as a country to begin to come to terms with the fact that um, the coalitions will be uh, the way of uh, governing uh, the country. I'm going to ask a question which is a very election-based council and I mean, question which hopefully you can just shed some light on it. I mean, I did have a view on this, but I don't think it was necessarily the best view and it certainly will not be in comparison to that of yours. Hung councils, on present facts, we are sitting at 35. And what is the implication of a hung council? Of course, it means there is in that council no one party that has breached the 50% threshold and there could be two or three, all under 50% threshold. In other words, they need to start negotiating to get the necessary 50 plus one to be able to affect decisions in that particular council. How does this in reality now pan out? And what role, if any, is there for the IEC in moderating those hung councils? Uh, unfortunately, the hung councils and uh, coalitions in South Africa are not regulated. And it's one of the things that I've actually been advocating for and saying, uh, I think the time has come for us to begin to uh, take um, a different approach in relation to these loose relationships that I refer to as fat and sit, mm. uh, so that we can uh, actually now begin to see uh, proper organizations uh, functioning, regulated, where political parties can deposit their agreements 
and being regulated by a body almost similar to uh, CCMA um, in order for the political parties that get into power to deliver uh, to the constituencies that have elected them. You're raising a point that actually reminds me to a convention that as soon as it was introduced, it came with a whole host of challenges and it left the floor, as it were. And the UDM, Bandu Olomisa particularly, was at the forefront of that, that whole convention of floor crossing. This sense of hung councils and political parties now, if you like, getting into bed with each other, which would be at odds, at least as at the time that it happens, it would be at odds with what manifestos they would have put out there, and that is not why the voters would have endorsed a particular party, certainly not one party together with another party. Does this then not remind us, even in part, of the old convention of floor crossing, and, and precisely because you say it isn't regulated, it has hints of something which as a nation in our democratic dispensation have decided to do away with. In other words, a party must stand by its values and principles, and if there's a loss, it should lie at that particular party, as opposed to now mix things up with floor crossing coming through in the form of coalitions. It is actually correct what you're saying, um, but uh, this is almost a reminiscence of what was happening in those um, years when we had uh, uh, we had the floor floor crossing uh, arrangement. Um, the difficulty with the current arrangement is that, unfortunately, it is something that uh, uh, is as a result of the proportional representation system. And as you may be aware, the proportional representation system um, is the one that basically uh, creates a situation where there's got to be power sharing. Now, all the political parties that sit in an arrangement like that would have to find a way of regulating themselves or dealing with it in the absence of, in the absence of a proper uh, mechanism or legislative arrangement that governs uh, those relationships. Let's talk about the integrity of the elections now as we look to wrap up the segment with you and Dadet Zalani and I confirm to our listeners we have an elections specialist on the line, chairperson and founder of the Institute of Election Management Services in Africa, formerly of the IEC until recently, Dadet Zalani. From what you have seen and from some of the reports that you might be privy to, are we getting a sense that we are in the right direction towards the inevitable declaration of these elections and free and fair? To the extent that there is disquiet, what is that disquiet? There have been quite a number of areas where the Commission uh, has considered that there were hiccups or um, basically difficulties uh, in the administration of the elections. Uh, part of that is uh, the uh, the voters' role that was utilized in this election. Um, in certain instances, people who had registered uh, were not appearing on the voters' roll. And um, there were, you know, many uh, difficulties just uh, in relation to voters' role. But the second issue was the quality of the electoral staff. Uh, some of them were not properly trained. They did not seem to understand the rules properly and therefore even in terms of the application of the law they were inconsistent you know so these are some of the problems uh, that uh, were uh, identified during uh, this uh, elections but um, all in all 
um, we should be able to get the results, and the Commission has got the responsibility in terms of the Constitution to declare the results thereof. Final comments from you then, because I will not be on air tomorrow. Thank you so much, because the next time you and I probably will be in conversation, these elections will be something of the past, and we will probably then be in a better position to offer some diagnostics in the way of a review. But is there anything else that perhaps I could have covered and have not that you wish South Africans to know, even in these early stages of the results coming through? Um, no, I think you've covered uh, quite the uh, all critical aspects. Um and then we will have a conversation at the time when you uh, are back and we reflect on, uh, you know, the overall process. Fantastic. Now that we've done that, I'm going to put you on the spot. I like to do this. When are you and I having coffee? It's long overdue and I need an answer. I need an answer now. <laughs> um, let's put it for next week. You've got it. 2131. Daddy Zelani, thank you so much for your yeah. time. We will have that coffee next week. Thank you so much, Mr. Terry Zelani, election specialist, chairperson and founder of Institute of Election Management Services in Africa. A couple of questions, perhaps, just to keep us awake. Of course, it only takes good men to do nothing and good women to do nothing for the worst among us to be full of passionate intensity. I'm mixing in a bit of William Butler Yeats in that. Having said all of that, we do need a credible election because this incoming administration, as we lead towards the 8th Parliament 2024, it's going to be a very bumpy ride, however things turn out, because the statement of all statements is the fact that four out of five South Africans who could have voted did not. Something has to give, and it starts right there. 21, 32.